Uh, what am I doing here? Hit X. Hit X? What do you mean? Press the button. Oh, X button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Welcome to Grand Ball. I bet, you, ball I gone bet you I'm not going to get this. You're going to make a ball with it. Yeah. <laughs> the finish you didn't want to see. Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast. My name is Yusuf and I'm joined as always by my brother, Newman. I hate that introduction. You line me up for just one word. I don't like those kind of introductions. Just saying your name. Exactly. What do you want to say then? My name is Newman. Oh, that's massively different and we're a new improved introduction. We're also doing an improved video version of the yes. podcast. In 14 now, isn't that right? No. <laughs> we discussed this and I said no. Not 40, folks, sorry. Um, but for everybody who's used to listening to us on the audio, we've decided to go video because I now live in Ireland again with Newman, so we don't need to do this over Zoom. And to everybody new, uh, I hope you enjoyed the video format of this because we're going to record some gameplay. We're going to show you what we've done ourselves and what we really like playing. Yeah, and um, you know, sorry there's been such a big lull in how long we've yeah. put out a podcast, um, but it was us trying to figure out the best way to go forward, and I think having footage is is really great like i mean i could just sit there and watch footage for hours on end of any terrible obscure game so i hope it will add to your experience listeners um and yeah i want to say a very special shout out to one specific listener who emailed us from new zealand benjamin thank you so much for your lovely uh, message and again sorry it's taken so long for us to give you some more content but i hope you enjoy this yeah and also, thank you to um, a lot of people who, after we were off, we didn't put any episodes for a long time. People reviewed us and left us really lovely things to say. So thank you so much. We wanted to do it for a long time, um, but now we're able to. There's, you know, things are not stopping us anymore. So we're going to get to enjoy it. Um, we're going to do a little bit different to what we did before. Instead of doing some lists um, and some really old games in depth, um, we're going to have a look at games that we're currently playing now. Because we think that lots of places they put out episodes and they're, um, the games are brand new and a lot of people are on PlayStation 5s yet. A lot of people mm. haven't played the latest game. True. So we're doing the games we're playing now and that we think most people, or at least a lot of people, are playing for the first time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so in my case, that would be games from 20 years ago. So I hope you enjoy my retro reviews. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I am going to try and do some modern reviews. Modern is in adverted commas. But... Um, <laughs> I will complain as much as I've always done. You're the <laughs> oldest person in the world. Um, yeah, so let's get into the news section. As, as oh, yeah, hit me. We've no Arnold Schwarzenegger button anymore. Unless you want to insert it. I don't, so you won't hear it. So I'll do this visually and use if you can decide if you want to insert it later. There you go. No, not happening. Not happening. So it's been pretty quiet, even though we haven't done this in a while. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look back and look at all the old news from yeah, ages yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and summer tends to be a pretty barren period for lots of places for a lot of different reasons. Um, so everyone's kind of off. They're all off on holidays and they're all you know, going to do their showcases later on at bigger events. So yeah. there's been a lot of big news lately with the PlayStation bringing out their different things and competing with the Xbox mm -hmm. arcade version. Not Xbox arcade, what's it called? Uh, gosh, Yusuf, you've shown me up here. I yeah, don't know. but I don't know. The, the, they've got their normal uh, standard price that PlayStation had before, and then they've got a, a platinum tier and an extra tier, and which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that's great. One yeah. real, really good games yeah. on it. So, yeah. No, no. I was just going to say, you know, I heard the other day that Rockstar haven't released a game in like 
four or five years. Now, don't quote me on that, people. But um, Red yeah, Dead, Red Dead Two was last. That's, that's for a while ago, isn't it? That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So I think that um, I don't know. There's maybe it's just me, but there seems to be less games going around, guys. I it's probably just me. It's, it's absolutely. But I have to say, you know, it's demonstrably just me. No, no one's asking me, but I would still like to say that I'm not impressed with the. <laughs> With the suite of uh, PlayStation 5 games I've gotten so far, Sony. You know, just so you know, I'm, I've, I'm watching you. Anyway. anyway, so... Yeah, hit me with some news, Yusuf. So, did you play Ghost of Tsushima? I did, I really liked it. I gave it a solid 7.7 .7 out of 10. Would you... Um, <laughs> absolutely making that up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, go with my gut. Um, well, would you like to watch a film of it? Because you're doing one. Would I like to watch a film of it? No. <laughs> no, of course we're getting yeah, no, yeah, so they're releasing a film of it. Um, but they're planning, they want to do an all-Japanese cast of it and okay. Japanese um, language in it as well, fully. Very so they want to do quite traditional, quite authentic. So mm -hmm. that's got a bit of excitement for it. The other kind of big news that happened is that there was a, you know THQ? I do. They used to make the old wrestling games. I remember them well. Great games where you, I used to love holding the grapple button and making go... Oh yeah, yeah, the double grapple, the, the double special grapple, grapple. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that that had to be done, but yeah. that launched wrestling games. Yeah, that was they were oh, they, they made were amazing, absolutely amazing games. They're fantastic. But anyway, they did a showcase recently. They're the only ones that did anything quite recent. Um, mm -hmm. And they've announced a new Alone in the Dark. Oh, do you remember those games? I do. I really like them. Yeah. When I say really, I like them just beneath Silent Hill, and. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, in that order. Um, or Alan Wake. Alan Wake was yeah, it was good, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. It was just basically one dynamic. I thought, and then you know. Well, I mean, the others. I mean, look at Resident Evil. See how much it's evolved, and then redone its stuff again and gone back. Yeah. Know? So quite, it is really difficult for horror games, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of fandom for Alone in the Dark, so it should be going quite well. Uh -huh. A lot of other things aren't that well known. At least I haven't heard of them. Mm -hmm. uh, They've announced a game called Tempest Rising. Never heard of it. Nah. Wreck Station. Mm -hmm. Space for Sale. No, sounds great though. Uh, Destroy All Humans. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. in the second one of that. That was a massively popular game. Yeah, so I think it'll be a lot of attention for that. So it's called Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed. Alright. So, <laughs> so that's coming there. Um, Gothic Remake trailer. Uh, sorry, Gothic Remake. I've got the trailer here. Mm -hmm. uh, Jagged Alliance 3. Outcast 2, Knights of Honor 2, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Valiant, Way of the Hunter. So not like a lot of huge new things. Yeah. A couple of interesting things there. Do you want to mm -hmm. see anything there? No. No, yeah. least if I don't. I mean, nothing is taking my breath away here. Um, it does feel like it's been relatively quiet in the gaming industry recently. Again, could just be me. But um, nothing has really super excited me. Waiting for the new Final Fantasy, I'd like to see that. As much as I feel divided internally about the remake. If I have, I, I massively agree with you, but I actually want to talk to you about this. So, Ooh. on the remake, right? Yeah. I think, I don't know if this is true, so might be nonsense. But I've heard that they're not actually classing it as a remake anymore. They're almost classing it as a, a sequel. And there's things they didn't do, they did in the first remake, which I didn't like very much. Yeah. However, I am, like, I've seen trailers come out now for um, the next part where you see, like, Cloud and Sephiroth going through uh, Nibelheim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, the voiceover where it sounds like it's Cloud talking to 
Ares or Aerith yeah. about she's like he's saying I saw you and you were dead and I don't know if that's going to be a vision he has but I think there's kind of an idea right that the original game was something they've seen and they're acting it through again but they're almost aware of it I don't like that I mean why not because I, look you know what I'm like you see yeah. I just want a real remake that's all I want I just want it done in amazing graphics. Mm. I want it done with the same music. All right. But you're look. You're if you're getting the uh, the the same characters, right? Yeah. Redone graphics. Like the the first part of the remake was incredibly uh, accurate. I think. Yeah. You know, like the way some of those mental enemies that they brought into the game. Yeah. Like you know, everyone knows the house in the arena. Yeah, I like that. That's mad. Um, but also like the like roller skating guards in the Shinra building, yeah, the giant weird flying fish creature that yeah, they make yeah. a boss out of. No, they did. They did a lot of things right. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but yeah, yeah. But I think it's I don't know. I, I when I first played the remake, I really liked parts of it, but I didn't like those going. Look, what are you messing around with things too much? Why are you doing it? But I do almost, almost kind of like the idea that Sephiroth is too powerful to be like maintained in this. That he's like, no, I'm trying to change. Fate. I'm trying to recreate something. Yeah, like fair enough. But I, again, I've said this to you before, that when they bring in all these timelines, I just think it can be lazy writing. You know, it's the way to get around good writing sometimes. And I'm being very cynical already, guys. Please forgive me for the first podcast back and I'm being very cynical. But I just think, and I said to you, like I said to you, I was a big fan of uh, the remake. Mm. Particularly, um, I, I remember, the boss battles are amazing, but I remember like climbing, meeting Aerith in the church and then climbing up on the buildings and yes. I was just looking around and it was like this is awesome this is so nostalgic they've done it so well it's incredible um, it was beautiful but um, yeah I still you know I don't know I just don't trust them I don't trust them anymore but we'll see yeah look we'll, I don't know what I don't know if it's going to be good uh, and I used to agree with you but I do because they were doing this a bit with Sephiroth in like Advent Children or Kingdom Hearts mm. the idea that Cloud defeated him mm -hmm. but he just won't go away mm. and I kind of like that idea and that is actually kind of true to the character where he's like please just stay in my nightmares or in my past my mm. dreams mm. and he's like I'm never going to do that and it's just yeah, this yeah. idea of like we've recreated the game but Sephiroth is too powerful <laughs> it's like no this is what you do and he's like nope yeah. I'm not going to do that do you remember that trailer when he was in uh, Joint Smash oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's okay. such a good enemy he's a great he's great but um, yeah, but look, so we'll we'll see about that. But um, yeah, so far I'm not so excited about the PlayStation Five Street games, but we'll see. But listen, you know, we have. Why did you get that in there? We just want to <laughs> get that in there because I loved Horizon Zero Dawn and I've been trying to play the second one and I haven't enjoyed it so far. <gasps> really? No, I just I don't know. But it, uh, to be honest, the first one it took me a while to get into it. I, I, mm. I one thing I remember very clearly it was like. I remember if I don't get past this point, I'll never play this game again. And I pushed myself to play it, and then it was one of the best games I'd ever played. Like, yeah. So um, I'm going to try that again. I actually deleted my save data in for it, and i got to start it again. Well, right. I can really focus. But um, yeah, So, but we have to say that we have reviews for you in this in this podcast. Yes. Yusuf doesn't know what I've been playing. Uh, I don't know what he's been playing. And uh, we're going to give you footage yes. and all that kind of stuff. So it will be a little bit more exciting, I hope. You probably already know because it's most likely in the title or the thumbnail. So um, but I yeah, know your game. No, as in when I put this up, when I end this video, okay. so the listener will know. Like, oh, okay, yeah. No, no, no. So you you know things that we don't, listeners mm -hmm. and watchers. 
and watchers, yes, if you want to continue listening audially, you can do that. Yeah. Um, I will begin to the games. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Yusuf, so this is my game. Do you know what it is? I don't. Captain America. No, it, it's, a, it's a survival horror game. Oh. The Dark Pictures Anthology, I believe. Man of Medan. Um, yes, so it, as you can see here, there's some coffins and they're smoking. Um, it revolves around a chemical agent. <laughs> but uh, that's not how I plan to introduce this review. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> sounds atrocious. Yeah, so this, this is a game, and you can see here there's kind of certain kind of... I love the, I love the facial uh, effects here. Some of them are yeah, very funny. I actually stopped to laugh at some stage because they were so enjoyable. But um, yeah, so it plays kind of like a movie and follows the story of a couple of uh, college um, young people, for lack of a better term, <laughs> called... Uh, let me just get my notes here. Uh, Alex, Brad, Julia, Conrad, who is voiced by Sean Ashmore, who is Iceman, in case you didn't know Yusuf. I wasn't interested to find any other movie he was in, but uh, that was it. And the captain of the boat, uh, Fliss. It was made in 2019 by Supermassive Games and published by Bandai Namco, or Namco, right. Namco Bandai. Um, as you can see here, these are the two brothers, which are Alex and Brad. And they go off for kind of this day trip on this ship. Um, they go and search for a World War II sunken plane, I believe. Um, and eventually it uh, they get um, hijacked, is that the word I'm looking for? By sea pirates, not the, as opposed to other pirates, and uh, not the friendly type of ARG pirates, but the real kind of modern day, you know, will kill you kind of pirates. Mm. But Off I, the coast of Africa with speedboats. Pretty machine. much, yeah. pretty yeah. much, yeah, like uh, Captain Phillips. But as you yeah. can see, it looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's um, these are the same ones to make those other horror games. What's that one called, the really famous one? Um, got the uh, I, uh, before dawn is it? Or yes, dawn? yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawn, it dawn. is, it is. And look, I mean, I, I, have to say, this game really did keep me hooked. Okay, right. but you can see here, this is some of the gameplay. You're kind of grabbing things with R two, and then you're kind of moving your hand around like to examine items. It looks brilliant. Now there was a couple. Like I am not in any way like a graphics snob. So, I mean, yes, you know, I, I do not care really what things look like as long as they play well. So, for me, the, but there was a lot of, um, you know, things popping in and out and, uh, you know, textures, textures popping. popping in and, like, things going blurry. But uh, I, I kind of, you know, expected that because it was a PS4 game, right? And if you played on the PS5, look at her face right. here. <laughs> they didn't get that right. They didn't get that right. But, um, yeah, and here come your, your modern-day pirates. But, like... I, I say it's a game and it is a game, but it is mostly just, you know, following these characters around, but they're very well written. And mm. um, you can see here Con uh, Conrad, you know, he's kind of a rich guy. He's throwing money here at some of the pirates to make them go away. Mm. It doesn't work so well. Um, but I mean, I want him to lose. Yeah, as, as did I, but he was actually very good. So you can see here that it's, um, you know, this is the kind of exploring that you do. You get these premonitions here where you look at right. the picture frames. And um, the thing I should say about the game is that it can kind of go ultimately in any way. Um, obviously, there's a limited amount of endings, but you can end up dying with certain characters. You mm. can end up going, bringing certain characters in new places. But you get onto this ship here called the SS Orang Medan, not to be confused with the SS Orangutan, which was that ship uh, procured by a bunch of apes off the coast of Sumatra looking for 
Keep going with the game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the SS Orang Medan, and it's this folklore kind of mythological tale. Used to right. this uh, ship that was found uh, in the Dutch East Indies, I believe, in the 1940s. Uh, where they found all these people on board with, you know, terrified looks on their faces, uh, dead, with a, and they couldn't explain how they died. Right. Um, so it does kind of follow this quote-unquote real story. Now, there's no evidence that this ship actually existed. Um, uh, not recorded anywhere, but, you know, for the sake of the game, we'll say that uh, it did. But you can see you're given these choices to be supportive, and you can see that your relationship with each character kind of um, changes as you go on, mm. depending on how you interact with them. There's some quick time events. I hate quick time events. Most people do as well. Yeah. But they were done. There were there weren't so many things done in this game. But you can see here. Now this is a, an interesting p point. Now, what do you think of this use of Hulk? Ooh. Now, yeah. Listen, when I saw that the first two times. I was scared, but they did it about 15 times oh, right. where you would see like a dead body or a rat or, and as you can see here, this is one of your good friends, when I say good friends, one of the, one of the people you're with um, trying to attack you. And you can see this is clearly a hallucination from Conrad right. because of this um, uh, chemical on board called Manchurian gold that is making them... Sorry. Hallucinate? Yes. Spoilers, by the way, we should say. But it uh, makes them hallucinate, so they're seeing things that aren't really there. And they did it very well, because there was one point where Connor's walking through the ship, and he goes through a door, and just before the frame changes, you can actually see uh, this picture of this woman who wasn't there. And then you go back, and she's not there. So right. it does things very clever. I have to say that they really did try to do something different, and it was pretty good, but some things didn't work. Like, for example, some things in the story didn't really fit together. Um, the gameplay was pretty limited. It was pretty, you know, you're on rails ultimately yeah. and everywhere you were going. But I did, I do have to say, I did enjoy the characters. They were very well written. They were very believable to the point where I did actually want to uh, log back on and kind of find out what their story was. But you can see here, you kind of had one um, thumbstick to kind of give you the direction of the torch, the other to walk you through. Mm. And it was all very, you know, grey and murky and, you know, dark and... Um, it was pretty atmospheric, um, and there, but yeah, they they kind of gave away a lot of the story early on. To be honest, that that there was something to do with this chemical, so it mm. wasn't as much of a mystery as I would have liked. Were you afraid exploring? Like, were you going, "Ooh, I'm gonna get no. jump scare"? No. Yes, jump, but they're all jump scares. Okay. This was hilarious. I actually stopped and laughed because this was so funny. I love walking around making this guy look confused, <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the most enjoyable parts of the game for me. But um. Yeah, look, I mean, it was good. I, my rating, I would yeah. give it. I would give it a seven point five for effort, really. Right. Um, I wouldn't go back and play it. Would you uh, recommend it to other people? I would, especially since it was the free game. Um, I I think um I would. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would. Yeah, it was a very good game, in terms of I didn't expect it to be good and I did want to keep coming back and play it. So. Um, I, I think, you know, I would recommend people try it out. Um, trying to see if I had any other things that I wanted to bring up on this, but um, I don't think I did. So, yeah, no, so look, it was, it was a decent game, guys. I would give it a go. Not my typical kind of game, but if you like, you know, your survival horrors, mystery stories, check it out. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay, so it did, it did scare you, it did what it was meant to kind of do. It did, it scare, did. Scare, jump scare. A couple yeah. of times, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely at the start it was like this incredible mystery, like what the hell is going on, is yeah. it real, is it not real? 
the, and uh, there's this element of like the the, the US uh, intelligence services hiding what actually happened on yeah. the ship you know what I mean all that kind of stuff so it was it was nice um, and I did enjoy I did enjoy the characters right, right, very okay. very well written you wanted to save them you were worried about if you I did want to save them definitely yeah, yeah. and they had really good dynamics the two guys Alex and Brad are brothers and there was a very believable brotherly dynamic between okay. them um, but yeah but again some things didn't didn't really fit together as well as they'd like but I'm sure they got it right next time around yeah so like I know you can do different things you can if you mess it up so people will die or you know if, if you don't like somebody you can lead them to their death did you want to replay it again to get different endings no no I only made one mistake that I knew I did because and it was a stupid mistake which is again another spoiler guys but um, at the end I was hallucinating that there was a rat going through my stomach and I stabbed it, therefore stabbing myself, so I killed the main character. But everyone else survived. <laughs> Did you think it was real? I didn't think it was real. It was one of those annoying quick time events that came up so quickly I just reacted. Right. And it was at the very end, it was literally like at the very, very end. Mm -hmm. So I could have like so I was like, listen, if I had just not pressed that button, everyone would have survived, it would have been a total victory. Yeah. So I get the idea of quick time events, but I don't think it serves what it's meant to serve. Yeah, I don't think it does in this game either because it's like this creeping fear. Yeah. You know, and then if you have to like act quickly then, you know, it kinda gets you out of that yeah, way. Yeah. So yeah. But look, it was a good game. Um good attempt, especially for a free game, so check it out guys. Alright. So look at mine. Yeah. So we both went what a horror themed for this time. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, I Ghostwire Tokyo made by Bethesda. Mm -hmm. So this is a game I saw come out a while ago, where not come out the trailer for it, where for PlayStation Five, and I went, this game looks quite cool. It's Japan based, so immediately I'm like, great, I love it. I exactly wanna, the same. I want to see everything about it. Um, honestly, when I saw that it was a first person kind of shooter thing, yeah, I quite quickly was like, oh, I'm really disappointed with it. Oh, I don't really like. I think first person does some things quite well, but other things I really don't like it for. Yeah. Um, but uh, this did a really good job and I do think that this is a really good PlayStation 5 game so it starts off with you are a young man who gets in an accident mm -hmm. and a spirit enters your body okay and then these ghostly figures appear all being you know led by this man in this uh, Japanese traditional Japanese demon mask mm. it's anonymous-esque isn't it yeah there is definitely a bit of vibe to that mm. um, anyway everybody else disappears except for you mm -hmm. and the spirit goes into you because you're he thinks you're dead because you are almost dying from the accident you've just been in mm -hmm. he tries to, the spirit tries to enter somebody else but can't so it ends up going around with you so this is some of the first gameplay of it and when they went to this, I went, this looks absolutely fantastic. It does. I already love what I'm seeing here. It's so good. It's such a good That is like one game. of the most famous streets in Japan, isn't it? Shibuya Crossing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Shibuya Crossing. Beautiful. And, and that's one of the best things about this game is that it's so based in Japan and the detail is so amazing. It also does a lot of stuff where it kind of pulls on Japanese um, folklore and traditional kind of ideas so a lot of these people that show up that look like the gentleman from Buffy the Vampire Slayer all right I thought it was, it was going more slender man here kind of slender man vibes as well yeah but a lot of them are based on um, Japanese kind of tales and I think in these ones these are kind of based on the idea of businessmen who work themselves kind of so long they kind of become lifeless souls and mm. also some of the enemies are like uh, in like Japanese uh, like typical like high school girl kind of clothes and they yeah. want to be students who couldn't deal with the pressure and the stress 
Ooh, it's a bit uh, dark. It's it is dark. When you read the stuff, it does get into it, and it does get quite dark. But you are fighting these with the powers that you get from the spirit that enters you. Yeah. And you're having a bit of conflict at the beginning because at the start you're like, like a lot of Japanese things have, like I guess Naruto and having like a demon fox inside of you, or um, what's the other one? I can't think of it. Something Kaisen, uh, where a different a demon is inside of you, and you want to do different things. You want to go. I want to go here. He's trying to control you. Does not have full control over you. Yeah. You, spoilers, later find out it is not a demon. It's a former policeman going by the name of KK. <laughs> so Japanese. And uh, KK is trying to save the city. He's trying to save people. But all you really care about is saving your sister, who's in a coma, who the Boo-hoo-burger. demons take over, realize that they can control. Now, mm-hmm. this is the best thing. You've said Boohoo Burger. Everything is so detailed. Mm-hmm. And you can do so many more things than you think. You can hear me. You can pet the little cat. Not a cat man used to do it anyway. He can pet dogs as well. But oh, you'll like this. Like, like yeah. Look oh. at this detail in the Seven Eleven style sh- shops. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. I just love that in Asian countries where you go and there's little shops and they have these cool little colours and things and everything is new and different. Exactly. So this is the cat that runs the shop, very much like Japan. Uh-huh. Um, so it really does. Um, it does such a good job of recreating Japan to the point like they've even got the vending machines and all the corners mm. and all the shop signs and all the food you buy is traditional, you know, things Very you get nice. over there. Yeah. And the way that they do it, right, is you start off at the beginning and you're walking down and everything's all fog and you can't move around the fog. And I remember thinking, okay, this is going to be quite a limited game where you can go around. I feel like it's going to be on rails. I can only go certain directions. Mm-hmm. And then really quickly you just get rid of that. And then you basically get the ability to sort of float and you can climb anything, you can jump over so many things. Not like, you know, Breath of the Wild being able to climb, but you can, if something, you can jump up on the hood of a car, and you can jump up on the side of a building, mm. you can jump up in these different areas. You know, I love that dynamic in game where they restrict you for a certain time, and then you have this, you know, flying, you know, yes. like Mario 64 kind of stuff, or, you know, just even um, the original Kingdom Hearts, where you could, where yes, you, that was, it's just so liberating to be able to go through environments again where you were stuck to the floor. But what, what's good is that, this game, which looks so good and so much detail everywhere, you expect that to be quite limited. There's a little spooky hand there. Mm. It's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that you expect to be really limited where you can and can't go. And then to suddenly go... Actually, no, everything looks good everywhere. Yeah. Like, this yeah. game is not like, you know, Mirror's Edge when that first came out. Like, oh, yeah. wow. Yes. That still looks good, that it, game. It does, but you, you're so limited by where you can go. But here's the city. Mm. You can jump and you're going to, like see the amazing detail of what everything looks like and how much space you have. It does look incredible, but you can see they've used fog in its most uh, potent guise. Fog? Yeah, well, this is a bit of a, fi- a filter thing they're doing. And But the thing is, you un- you remove the fog as you go to different areas. Ah, okay. You have to go to these shrines and then you have to break them. And, you know, and so are these different types of kind of souls that are cursed and, you know, it gets a bit creepy up close with them and some mm. of these things happen where you use your magic to get rid of them um, and then you gain these different abilities as you go on different elements and then you need to free all these different souls and that's kind of the basis of the game you need to go around find out what's going on stop it as a whole mm. but in general there are like I think there's like 250,000 souls and suddenly you go and you find one area of it there might be like 111 mm. so you need to go around a lot to a lot of different areas now that's to 100% complete that's not to complete the storyline yeah to try and um, kind of free the city of it. Okay. And as I said, like a lot of the people on it, a lot of the enemies on it, are based off 
Japanese kind of traditional folklore and storytelling. Mm -hmm. So the characters uh, would be based off, like, you know, if it was in Ireland, you'd have like a Banshee or a Dullahan or a right, Lagosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They do their version of those, all yeah. their paranormal myths and you know, cryptids that they have, which is really interesting. And they have so many. I love the I love the hand movements. You know, they're they're very enjoyable for me. <laughs> so you see, these are all the different type of monsters that they have, like an Oni and a Tengu and a Kappa. Yeah. All these things which are so cool. And they're they're amazing. They look so good. Mm. Uh, my problem is they don't bring them into it as much. Okay. I kind of wish there's kind of is a bit of a detective element to it so, with some parts of it. Yeah. But I wish it was a bit more they pulled out a few more of those things and you really got to see a bit more of the detail that was built up with it. Yeah. Like, you know, you could easily just go, you, oh, here's a mission where here's a spirit that's haunting, uh, um, you know, a business because they were bankrupt and then they would give you the type of demon that was associated with that. Mm -hmm. You've got to get rid of that. Right. But it kind of ends up being the same thing anyway. Okay. So I think they kind of fell back on that. But there's th elements like this where you pick like a lucky Japanese um uh, fortune yeah, fortune kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I, I like an authentic shrine. They rebuilt all this stuff so well. And that so looks great. Detail. Yeah. Well, Did I see a suit on his sleeve there? Does he change clothes, or is you he can, always wearing a suit? You can change your clothes whatever oh. you want. Yeah, you can get them up. You can get like the fallout thing because it's Bethesda. Oh yeah. So you can get that, which is quite Brilliant. cool. Uh, yeah, you can. There is a lot of freedom in that. You don't see it most of the time, but you saw the there was a camera mode earlier on for picture mode. Yeah. And you can do your poses there. That looks so, amazing. So if you love Japan. If you love going around that world, if you look at that, it is a really cool thing to do. Mm. Um, it does fall a bit short, I think, but for a PlayStation 5 game, I think of saying, this game looks so amazing, it's mm. so fast to move around, Yeah. Um, it really hits a lot of things. I'd maybe give it, I mean, like a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. That's I mean, not a bad score. You no, see? it's not. It's, it's not. It's definitely a good game. But And uh, is the main character one of these silent people who never talks? No, he talks. Good. Yeah, he has a good back and forth with KK, the spirit who's okay. testing him. So there's different times where he's like, no, I want to go do this. And KK's like, no. And you can see here that kind of smoke coming from his, uh, his eye, which is that kind of KK's... Um, influence on yes it. yeah exactly okay so yeah there's times where like he can control one hand they're like fighting each other he's like choking them with his own hand he's trying oh, to fight wow. it okay. um, but Very good. it just builds up and then just peters there yeah okay okay yeah but a good game you know I wouldn't say a full price game oh really that that far like you know oh you mean you wouldn't buy it new I wouldn't buy it new okay I would okay. like I, there's other games to buy new but if it dropped yeah. a little bit okay. I'd say definitely go for it because it's, it's a really good experience okay great yeah and I suppose yeah if you love Japan like me I'm sure I'll enjoy it um, I wanted to play that game Yusuf you know you, you got some good footage there without ruining it for me too much so thank you for that you can play I'll give it to you you will I bought it for you actually thank you <laughs> you don't need to thank me on the podcast I'd say bought it for me for my birthday <laughs> exactly yeah. not everyone gets their brother's birthday presents at this age I buy them for you and you're older than me it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to review a game together, a game we both played, mm -hmm. and a competitive game. So yes. It's not always going to be a competitive game, but uh, we're going to do our own review each, and then we're going to do a shared review. So. Oh yeah, makes sense, yeah. yeah. Anything else before we go to this shared review that you want to bring up? Nothing good. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, well, I should say we'll maybe try and review one of the uh, monthly games for free when they come out. So people, you know, like if they're like me and they haven't played a lot of these games, um, we'll kind of give you a sneak preview. We should say that it's probably going to be pretty spoiler-esque 
So, yeah, um, maybe yeah. we should have warned people before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give away too much. I didn't give away. There's a lot of story elements okay. which I didn't give away. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. All right. So, what's the game we're reviewing together, Yusuf? It is Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, very good. Um, so, can you hand me the box for it? I sure can. General feelings about this game, Yusuf? So, the problem with it, I think... Look, it's a really good game. I really it's enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's in the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Uh, but can you give someone a sec? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. this one I got right, mm -hmm. which you got for me again. So, this is stuff. the ultimate one, which came with, um, like, downloadables unlocked with it. Because there's that thing about these multiplayer games nowadays that, you know, you get it and it's like, oh, well, if you want some of the characters, you got to pay extra money again. you got to buy it two or three times. So this came with the all of the um, DLCs that were out on it. Mm -hmm. But not exactly. Because you get the game on the disc and then you get a code to download the characters. So, annoyingly, even though you've, we fully purchased this game, um, I can play with all the characters. We're playing on your PlayStation right now. You cannot, because you cannot use the code. Well, not only can you not because I didn't have the code, I actually played this game on the Switch. Oh, did you? I sure did. On the Switch? I think yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you haven't played on PlayStation yet? Never. All right, okay. But uh, I think, you know, it's like one of those Witcher things where they say, oh, how will it ever play on the Switch? I kind of felt like that. I felt like it looked really good, and yeah. I, it was a download copy for me. Right. Um, I... I I have to say, you know, before we, we go and play this, or maybe we should start playing and keep talking. Yeah, let's play. Okay. Okay, folks. So, um, as I was saying, uh, please ignore the fact that we have different haircuts. I can assure you this is the same footage recorded at the same time, mm -hmm. and we didn't forget to record the gaming footage last week. So, um, Yusuf, yeah, general thoughts about this game? Um, so, I recall... I'm having a bit of a moan about this because I kind of feel like with a lot of fighting games I'm being a little bit scammed sometimes yes. um, which is kind of annoying which I can't really separate from the gameplay but when it actually comes to the gameplay on this game I do think it's really good Yeah, I think it's really good fun and I think it's quite creative as well in it's like there's loads of different fatalities loads of brutalities options that you can do and when you have the big roster characters, it is good fun. It is. Yeah. It looks amazing. And uh, as I said to you, I think it, it has one of the best story modes I've ever seen in any game. One of those ones that legitimately kept me absolutely gripped. In, um, any, in any game or in any, any fighting, fighting game? game yeah. But no, actually, I would go as far as to say nearly any game. Ooh. I thought that it was, it was completely movie-like. And um, it actually, you know, it's one of those things where I play Mortal or when I play um, Metal Gear Solid. I want to uh, actually, you know, there's kind of like this Metal Gear lore and stuff, you know, where it's like, it gives mm. you this atmosphere as you're playing it. I kind of felt like Mortal Kombat did that for me, you know, it, and I actually wanted to go back and I did actually go back and watch one of the old movies. So. Did you? Yeah. What was it like? Which one? The first one. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think it is. I think it yeah. Because we talked a little bit, I don't know if this is recorded on it, but we talked a little bit about the latest film. And yeah. I found it a little underwhelming. I, it, yeah, it's quite underwhelming. Yeah, I appreciate what they tried to do in the amount of characters they tried to put into it, but I don't know why they invented a new character. It was so odd. It was silly, yeah, I have to say. And like, someone who isn't even likeable, that's, that's the main thing, you know. So, uh, he was just too weak. And uh, look, they tried, and I'm happy that they did try, but uh, yeah, it didn't work for me. I just don't know why it's like, you know, oh, this game is really successful. Let's make our own version of it where we make our own characters it's like well I mean it's already successful so maybe you don't need to worry about that too yeah 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 um these little 
uh, animation things they bring in, they are good fun as well. Oh, pretty yeah. great. It yeah. is great experiencing them all with different characters and seeing them along with the fatalities and yeah. everything. Yeah. And spoiler alert, I actually really liked the way uh, Raiden went, you know, in this game. Yeah. You know, that he was like, he was so focused on doing the right thing that he became bad, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the, some of the damage was spoiled. It's kind of the first premise of the story. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But like, it starts mean, off from yeah. the last one. But everyone's so used to Raiden being the super good god, yeah. you know? Yeah. Won't um, break the rules. Yeah, even exactly. after, so, Even if everyone else is breaking them, yeah. Just goes to show you guys, sometimes you want, I want something so bad that you'll do anything to get it. And that's not good. That sounded scary. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a life, bit of life advice there. But um, yeah, no, the story was absolutely excellent. And I think another point that you touched on last week was that oh, this is ridiculous. Was Easy. that um, finally oh, right. was that you didn't like all the kind of uh, pay to unlock stuff? Yeah. So and I, I didn't either. I got this. So you played on the Switch originally. Yes. And I played very well on the Switch. I should say. Yeah. We're currently playing on the PlayStation Five. Yes. Um, and I really, I think it plays fantastically on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. I love how quick the loading times are. I mm -hmm. think it's really good. Um, because, you know, it's quite annoying. I think on, on Mortal Kombat 10, I had that, and the loading time was a real pain and a yeah. real delay. And you, you know, oh, quickly the battle lost, and it was quick and high, um, you know, octane, quick going, uh, fighting combat, and then suddenly all oh, waiting, waiting. So th this one doesn't True. have that, and that's absolutely brilliant. True. True. And I do love that. Um, but. I got, you got this for me as a present, and it came along with the two DLCs with it, which means it comes along with the extra characters, which I thought was really good fun. But the annoying thing is, because we like to swap games when we're using them, mm -hmm. after we're finishing them, is that I gave this to you, you cannot play this with the characters on it, because yeah. it's a downloadable yeah. only DLC, which is really annoying, because yeah. you it's paid more for this game. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, and I think I said this last week, uh, which didn't record, but I didn't like the way, you know, like, Ed Boon and like you know they were so like for the time that these original games came out and um, do the exact thing I did you last time <laughs> so something I complained about last time down right down left down square and he's he's oh the, shite oh brilliant <laughs> I'm delighted I'm delighted that didn't work out for you <laughs> embarrassing um, but yeah anyway as I was saying Ed, you know Ed Boon was so you know countercultural and controversial as to how like you know they put out these games and they weren't like. Or what, what Go down there, slam, sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, and it kind of seems like he kind of towed the corporate line here with this one. Yeah, it, was like, it uh, wasn't that long ago when everyone was going, you can't make a game that's this violent. Exactly. Was, there was a lot of pearl clutching about these kind of games coming out. Exactly. And then he's just like, yeah, but you know, the markets want me to do this, so yeah. I'll do that. And it's like, oh. Um, there's a lot of characters now, which is really good. But yeah. the thing which I find really annoying, which happens on a couple of these uh, games lately, is that when you're um, playing the storyline, you play against characters who are fully developed and are in the main story, yeah. but you don't get them, and yeah. even currently they're not available there. But yeah. they've already made the characters, and yeah. they're just going to eventually release them in another season. Yeah, past. yeah, it's annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. And I have to say, like, actually, the first thing that made me want to play this game because I'm not a big follower of the Mortal Kombat series. I've fallen out of it for a while. So yeah. have I. But um, was there? I saw Terminator fighting. Um, yeah. Who was, who was he fighting? Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> and it was in 4K on YouTube and it just looked incredible. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to play as them, as Terminator. And then, of course, I bought it. And I ended up buying two separate DLCs. Like, the big, like a big fool. And I still didn't get them. You're mad. I know. Well, I just, like, 
I, another thing that I did as well with this is that I bought like the second part of the game. Like they really got me. Oh, the DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they really, really got me. And uh, like it was like the first part of the story was so well done, <laughs> and it felt like so well developed. And the whole second side of the story just felt like it was done by like this B team, you know. I. I you disagree. I didn't mind it that much, but I understand what you're saying for it. And I do think we should actually say that um, there's this weird time, because it's Warner Brothers now, you know? Yeah. Um, so they tied in with loads of their movie franchises they already own. So on some of the characters that you get are Terminator, Robocop, Spawn, The Joker. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite... The last one they did all the horror movie ones, so you could do like uh, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and everything. Um, which is quite... It's kind of a cool gimmick. But like reptile isn't in this game. Yeah. Uh, Cyrax is a character you fight against, but you don't get it. Yeah. It's it's annoying. Yeah. It's just annoying. You know what's gonna be annoying? Oh, I'm gonna do it again. Hope you messed this up. Let's see. Uh, left down. This fatality last time was so brutal I couldn't even look at it. Oh yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This, not, yeah. this one is. Pretty I've got a weak stomach, listeners. I don't like stuff like this. So. Why are you playing this game? <laughs> I didn't do the fatalities much, did I? They do not. No. They really encourage the fatalities. Yeah, yes. they do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get a lot of points for it. But like overall, I do think this game is really good fun. It is annoying. It does kind of feel like I'm sort of getting ripped off with it sometimes. The, with the way that like, oh, you pay for the um, extra DLC pack and you mm -hmm. don't get some of the characters. But like, oh, you can play as Spawn. It's like, well, I don't really want to play as Spawn. Yeah, yeah. And the most annoying thing is we can't show you any of those characters right now because even though I bought the game or I got the game bought, which had all those characters in it. Um, we can't play it because it's on your PlayStation. So. It's annoying. And I have to say that I, I, did, I did actually play pretty well on the Switch. Um, and I was yeah. impressed. It was, it, was, it was one of those games where um, I wasn't sure it would run so well, but it, it, it did really good. So, um, well done, Nintendo. Yeah, I do think that some of the stuff that the Switch has ported over has been really impressive. Mm. Do you feel much of a difference between playing on the PlayStation 5 or this? It feels a bit smoother and it looks better for sure. Yeah. I mean, I love the size of the characters. I love that background. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but like, like Mortal Kombat is just so iconic. Like, I mean, I I remember all of the backgrounds from the original game. You know, like the the the, the talking trees and you know the fire pits and like it's just such a cool cool game. If you ever look at the um, the development of those original games and the way that they brought on the like the, people would see things like oh who's that character in the background and then they would get to play as them um later on and be like oh and it was just meant to be nobody at the point and but then such uh, gossip spread about who it might be that they ended up bringing them into characters later on yeah yeah and then yeah, like yeah. these they did a really good job of fleshing those characters out and you did kind of hint at this last time oh shite uh, a little bit that um it does a really good job of I don't know the stories of these characters, but they explain them really well. And, you know, I played like Deadly Alliance a long time ago and I played Mortal Kombat 10, but I've forgotten lots of things, but it does a really good job of making me feel like I don't, I've, I know yeah. this world. Yeah, yeah exactly. I get yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has a whole like lore about it that you kind of never really forget in a way, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I tell you something else that I really enjoyed about the old movie was that you remember Goro in the old movie? Yeah. He was like animatronics, is that what they call it? Uh, animatronics, yeah. Yeah, and, and he looked great. Animation, yeah. Yeah, and he looked great, you know? And like, I, I, I just think sometimes you can't beat that that kind of, you know, because he's actually there, you know what I mean? Like, same with, same with Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. First time around. They, the dinosaurs still look great, you know? But you know, you know the thing about Jurassic Park is 15% of the dinosaurs you see are real, and 50% of them are puppets. 
Our puppets? Yeah. In the new ones? No, in the latest, the in one. the original one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's about how well they use it. But overall, that film's like two hours long. There's 15 minutes of dinosaurs in the entire film. Yeah, because it's really well done. And that's the thing, like you overuse CG and it won't look well. But the problem is CG is kind of the solution to everything now. Which yeah. it shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. It should be a tool along with others to make a, a good story. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, right. Ah, yes. that's nice. Um, so what would you give this game then? I think it's a solid, you know, 8 out of 10. Yeah? Yeah. I'm being a little bit generous there and I'm usually not, but I just think it was really good fun. And one thing that I always struggle with in fighting games is I only want to generally play as characters I like. Whereas I didn't mind trying everyone here because the story mode made that you play with like one character maybe four or five times, then you get to start to like right, them. Yeah. And you can't actually proceed the story without beating someone with them. Yes, you yeah, know, yeah. So that was like a good little thing they added in, I felt. Yourself? Yeah, I think I'd, I would maybe give it a 7.5 out of 10. Right. Uh, why are you so angry? <sighs> I just I need to show everyone how to do these. No, no they do it, what they look like. Right down, right. Square. You won't say I said you wouldn't beat me once in Tekken, that's for sure. Well, I'd like everyone to know that when we did this original recording, I won that one too. So you won what one? Uh, we played three rounds, and I won. No, you two. didn't. I beat you as Johnny Cage, and then I messed up his fatality. <laughs> so we won two out of three. Anyway, yeah, I win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, I think I'd give like a seven and a half out of ten. Like it is really good fun, but I. I think it loses marks for the fact that it does sometimes feel like it's telling you part of a game. True. True. You know? And like they are giving you these characters um, like Robocop and Rambo and Terminator. They play no part in the storyline whatsoever. Yeah. So it's like, look, yeah, they're kind of cool and we like those films. But I think, I feel like the story and the overall game suffered because they wanted to tie in something to get someone to pay for it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And no, I, I think agree. that's not really on. No, no. But it's a really good game. It's fun. Um, and you can get a lot of replay va uh, value out of it with the towers. Um, I kind of got sick of it a little bit quickly. Did you do much of the towers? No, yeah, I think I did it for maybe an hour or two. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So the way the towers work is in your character, you can play um, you can play like a list of towers like the original Mortal Kombat had. You can play the different enemies and the different lengths of them will make them more difficult and sometimes they bring in these uh, variables you know so on some of them a missile can come off screen and hit you and some of them you can make your own thing so your attacks are poison mm -hmm. that, those sort of uh, modifiers and it is really good fun but I it takes it seems like once again it's made with the intention of you buying some things to bypass it mm -hmm. to be able to level up some different I don't know if I felt that strongly about it but, no. but yeah I, I know what you mean I know what you're saying I, I think yeah, no, look, that, that whole element of the monetization of, of, of it is definitely there. And maybe it is because it's Warner Brothers now, I don't really know. Because I remember um, the Shadow of War. Yes. That was slated horribly because it, yeah. it brought out lots of kind of stuff you needed to pay for to actually enjoy the game. Yeah. And then I remember when I bought it, like, well after it was released, and excellent game, by the way, um, there was actually, like, this little wording at the start of it saying we listen to you yeah yeah <laughs> and we knew we were pricks so i'm not you know saying it's uh there's a common denominator here but it feels like there kind of is so warner brothers give it over yeah make great games but you know please um but yeah the other thing that i didn't like was shiva sprite <laughs> again again <laughs> yeah i mean Oh, I don't know, like, I just think I have such nostalgia for, like, Shiva back in the day, how scary she was, how tall she was, and, like, you know, powerful, and in this she's, like, this 
smallish, friendly person and I just didn't like, you know, I want to be scared of her, I don't want her to be my friend. I think, I mean, they did give her a bit more humanity in this than they have done. Too again. much. But, uh, I think they fleshed out the character a bit. Because she's not a mindless monster. Well, I want her to be a mindless monster. <laughs> so then you run out of that, because what's Baraka? Baraka is not a mindless monster in this either. He's not, but I mean, he was. Yeah, well, that's what you want. You want that unknown fear element of this just tyrannical monsters. That, I, you, that like, Do you remember when you were a kid playing Goro or yeah. Shiva? You were terrified. Like. But the best, like, the best villains, the most flashed out villains, think they're good guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll disagree. But anyway. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so thank you for watching. Um, if you want to get in touch, you can do at pressdeactionbuttonpod at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. um, for anybody who um, is listening to this in the old-fashioned way, if you want to watch the video, you can see it in the, um, in the description of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So we welcome you there. We're going to try and put out some more of these, and there won't be huge delays anymore. Yeah. So I'm looking at it as if it's his fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> kind of is. But uh, unless this didn't record as well, in which case I'm never doing this again. <laughs> he was here and he saw it record just as well as I did. God, I don't know what went wrong. Anyway, yeah. Grand. Uh, so thank you very much for sticking with us all this time. Yeah. Um, and we hope to see you again soon. Yeah. And uh, as always, we love each and every one of you. So thank you for listening on the podcast, uh, especially you know over the year or two um, mm -hmm. since the pandemic. Um, we've kind of hit a lot of charts over that time, and it's been incredible because we've never advertised it or. or done anything with it so you know it's um it's awesome mm. and uh, another special shout out to our old friend uh, benjamin thank you mate um hope all is well in new zealand this and might be the second time in this podcast you shouted there well I'm in the first part okay <laughs> well benjamin you deserve it you do yeah you okay. really do so thank you <laughs> see you next time guys okay bye, bye.